We're talking education this afternoon and a topic I'm really, really passionate about in terms of supporting our children. If anything came out of the pandemic, I think a lot of us realised just how incredible teachers are and perhaps close the gap between our knowledge as parents and what was happening in those classrooms and out of it. Now, joining us now is a teacher of 18 years. Is that right, Nat? How long have you been teaching? Just over 18 years. Oh my gosh, Nat Hartree is with us today. She's a mum as well and launched Phonic Talks back in the UK in 2018. It's now in the UAE and we're talking a little bit about the teaching of phonics in the classroom and also how phonic tots can be helping your primary age child. Um, Nat, tell us a little bit about your your background, what got you into teaching and what, what have you loved about it over the years? So um, during my time in the UK, I was teaching and I was recognised by County for my, my love for early years child-led learning, believing in the process in order to get the outcome. Mm -hmm. So we're not just um, working on the outcome, that we need to make sure that we're allowing children to go through those stages. Um, And I was recognised for that, and therefore I was asked to support other teachers, support other early-year settings, and nursery children, and making sure that children had those foundations put in place in order to hit the ground running when they got into school at FS2 in the UK, it's reception. I think um, that early years... It's often done a bit of a disservice in terms of reputation. People are like, oh, it's a bit of finger painting when you're three or four. And as, as you know, you're new to Dubai yourself, just being here about 18 months. But, you know, when kids are going into the classroom at, at three, that really is the building blocks of their education, but also their confidence in the classroom, the socialisation. And if things aren't fitting together there, it can have a massive knock-on effect of their enjoyment of school and, you know, them missing that love of learning. Um, well, it actually goes back earlier than that, yeah, to be I'm fair. Sure. In, you know, a lot of our schools... It's the um, the early years foundation stage curriculum, which starts from birth. So we've got birth to three, which mm-hmm. is that missing block where so many parents don't quite realise. And why would they? They wouldn't, you know, if you're not working in a school, how would you know that we've got that curriculum? So it's about making sure that we are sharing that information with parents as well. Now, this is going to sound like a really basic question, but people listening today might not know what phonics are. Can you explain it in its simplest terms? Because people might know it as something else or might realise that their kids are doing but perhaps haven't got that label on it as such. Can you break it down for us? So often we think phonics is starting reading and writing. It's learning our letter sounds and our tricky words, whether it's tricky words, sight words, how, you know, however the school wants to call it. Um, but they, you know, it, people often think phonics is learning our letter sounds. So often when I go into schools or nurseries and I say to them, what does phonics look like in your setting? They'll say to me, oh, we learn our letter sounds when they're in FS1. However, all before that, we've got all of that phonological awareness that needs to be put into place. They are the building blocks before we've even looked at a letter sound. Mm. There's a whole phase. um, It's phase one phonics that's from birth to three that we need to make sure that we're really ensuring that children have tuned their ears into sound. So, for example, if they've tuned their ear into sound, when they've then learnt those sounds, they're able to use and apply. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So tell us a little bit about phonic tots then. What did you feel it was missing or indeed you could be adding to when it comes to this age group? Um, well, phonic tots sort of came about because I was planning a training session for um, a nursery And as I was planning this session, I was talking to my husband and I was saying to him, it's the same 
hurdles that we're coming across in schools, you know, that children aren't tuned into sound, so they can't hear. They might know, like, duh or guh, or they might know a, a D as a duh, but they can't do anything with it. And that's that whole phase one aspect, that oral blending and segmenting. Before we've even looked at a letter sound, mm-hmm. we just need to be tuned into it orally. Okay, so I then said to him, oh, I, you know, I think if I could work with families, you know, I've got such a passion for phonics, and if I could help families realise that this is so important and all the games that they could be playing at home or in the car and just bumping into phonics, that's going to make a big difference that the children can then hit the ground running when they get into FS2. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so he said to me, well, why don't you do it? Why don't you set up something and like, help them? We're like, okay, I, I didn't, was just identifying a problem. I don't have to solve it, but you have solved it. <laughs> and then like, he said, you know, we could call it phonic tots. So it's pre-phonics. And so, and that's what we did. And it was, so we set it up in the UK. It was small, you know, it was me, an early years teacher, just going out to share my love for phonics, to Mm. help families, to help give families that key to be able to support their children and realise it's not as tricky as they think it is. You know, they think teachers are, wow, they can do this. And they're really, they came into school and they didn't know a sound and they can come out reading. And it's like, actually, I can, if I show you what that looks like, you'll be able to support your child at home. We are talking education this afternoon. Former teacher Nat Hartree has got almost two decades of experience and has now launched Phonic Tots here in the UAE. This is aimed at that pre-school age group and helping them get their head around sounds and, as you said, kind of way of bumping into phonics in, in real life now. Tell us a little bit about the age group that you're aiming these classes at. So our classes are in line with the UK curriculum. So they are from age one to four um our one and you know our younger age groups we tend to be exposing them to rhyme and rhythm and nursery rhymes and being able to clap and beat and move to music um and exposing them to those fine motor controls so the gross motor filtering down to the fine motor and our older children we're really getting them tuned in orally blending and segmenting alliteration rhyme so by the time they go into fs1 or fs2 they're really confident and they know what they're doing can i ask then is is this about giving children an advantage of as such before they go to school or is it also about perhaps those who might not be putting their children to school at all how what kind of families do you see this working for it's actually a bit of both. It's for um, those children who might not be going to nursery full time. It might be for those families that can't afford to put their children into nursery. It might be for those families who choose not to put their child into nursery, that want to keep them at home and want to do that learning with them. But the whole vision of Phonic Tots is that it's a very much an adult child class. So this isn't an advantage in terms of we're doing what schools are doing. This is about you and your child. This is about empowering you to be able to continue the learning at home. So you know if your child is able to, for example, I had a little two-year-old this week with her nanny who came into class, who we've been practicing with the big dance scarf. So it's all of those big gross motor movements going down and up and down and up and then across side to side. So, you know, um, crossing the midline of our body, which is going to help us later on with our reading and writing. Um, she then went home and was, Mummy, I can write my name, look, down and up, down and up and across. And so they're, you know, by the time they are going into FS2 or part-time into nursery, they see themselves as a writer. They've got that big self-belief. But when they're at home, 
that adult is able to say, do you remember, let's write your name. Remember what we learnt at Phonic Tots? So they're able to mirror the learning and they are aware of the expectations. Um, Message here is saying, how often are the classes? Great question. Also, where are they going to be taking place now? So we are startup. Yeah. Um, so we are at the moment, we are one day a week in Town Square on a Tuesday and one day a week in Motor City. We cover the whole age range in two different classes um, with the vision that we are going to be growing further out. But I really want to start Phonic Tots with our communities. I'm from Mira. Um, our other families are from ranches and we want to be able to start within our immediate communities. We have got people travelling afar um, and then we will, we will branch out. We're also going to be running parent workshops for families or parents that can't come to the class that might just send their nanny to the class or a grandparent to the class. So for those parents, I'm going to be doing workshops which have just been gold for those families they just see they see all the expectations many parents don't even know about the end of year the early learning goals at the end of fs2 so i'm going to give them the you know the tips and tricks of things that we do in class that build up to that but also you know it's very personalized to those parents and their child so if you've got a you know often parents will say i can't get them to sit down and they're just not interested don't worry, I can give you loads of ideas and tips and tricks that you can do with your child. And before you know it, they'll be bumping into those sounds or those words every day and then they'll be flying at school. And isn't that the loveliest thing? When my children started, to, not sorry to read, but before that, them pointing out things on signs or we were in the car. I was like, oh my goodness, it's all happening. Yeah, it's and that's so, one of things so we have exciting. in class is all the signs and labels and the children, you know, they have big splatters. So again, it's that gross motor that filters down to fine and they're splatting the, sound, the, um, the labels that they know. And by us then saying, oh my goodness, look at you, you're reading already, you can read. They see themselves as a reader. So their heads are up high and they are going home and they're ready then to... Um, you know, to have a go. Where were you four years ago for me, I tell you? Now, I wanted to ask you a little bit about the last few years. You started up Phonics Hots in the UK back in 2018 and so much has changed in that time. Some really alarming data coming out of Ofsted for those early years in the UK about everything from children not being able to use knife and fork properly, about socialisation. And I know perhaps it's a little bit soon to be zooming out and talking about the impact of lockdown and distance learning on this age group. But was there anything that you've seen in your time as a, as a mum, but as a teacher and educator? Oh, hugely. Absolute hugely. So last year when I was teaching FS1, I could say we probably had about 50% of children with speech and language problems. Um, and rightly so. You know, we were even teaching wearing masks. So when you're trying to teach a child to make their s sound, mm -hmm. you've got half of the class who are still sticking out their tongue. And they, you know, they're trying to listen to the sounds, but they haven't had the opportunities to come to Phonic Tots classes where they're really tuned into sound and therefore they know it's a s. So now in classes, we're very much having to lots of mirror work, lots of... Um, mouth movements and making children aware of where's their tongue you know we have we start every session where before we learn our sounds with our tongue and our mouth movements can you touch your nose with your tongue can you touch your chin can you stick your tongue out hide your tongue make that sound and parents can then see which probably hasn't necessarily been brought to their attention before so now when they're brushing their teeth they hide your tongues let's brush our teeth 
So again, it's empowering families to be mindful of what their children mm-hmm. can and can't necessarily do. And that con- continuity the whole way through. Yeah. A number of people um, listening today and asking for the details. What's the best way of getting in touch with you, finding out more about the sessions and yeah, it's exploring the workshops for parents as well? So you can follow us on Instagram or Facebook under Phonic Tots um, and our website, phonictots.ae. I do put lots of little tops and, you know, tricks that you can do with your child at home. For example, you know, just tricky words on your door and you splat them on the way out as you're going out the door each day. So just a few little tops, tricks that you can do with your child as well. And you'll be able to see lots of videos and photos of classes. So you can get an idea of some of the things that we're doing. Well, great to have you here in Dubai. They sound absolutely fantastic. If anyone does want the details and you couldn't take them down right now, just send me the word TOTS. I will send you the link so you can investigate that. Now, thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to hear your passion around learning.